Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and it is everyone's favorite day, Stu's Days. Stu Kedwell, co-head of North American Equity at RBC Global Asset Management. Welcome back. Dave, thanks for having me as always, and thanks for everyone who's listening. And hey, thank you from all of us for uh, for fixing Ted Lasso. I made a complaint last week about uh, recent <laughs> episodes. I thought the, uh, the the Friday episode was uh, was particularly solid as they head into the uh, the season finale. So, uh, and I know you have uh, quite a bit of influence over what's uh, yeah, going that's on right. in Hollywood. I, and I would agree with you too. I did shed a tear. So, oh, very, wow, uh, an emotional Stu Kedwell here on Stu's Days. Yeah, uh, and something that people are getting emotional about. Um, as I watch the news, is inflation. But that uh, that awful word for those of us who uh, were children of the 70s and early 80s, uh, the inflation that haunted us growing up and haunted our parents uh, is uh, is is always in the back of our mind. And so so many investors and many people experiencing this kind of inflation for the first time. Uh, we have we have Eric Lascelles from an economic perspective who, who, who's talking about inflation. We'll have him on to, to, to continue to update uh, the, the, the view on inflation and get his perspective. But what I thought might be more interesting uh, for the audience here is is to to hear what you're hearing from the companies that you're talking to. You're always out talking to companies in Canada and the U.S. What are they saying about the supply chain, inflation, how they're going to manage through inflation? Do they have pricing power? Is it going to affect earnings? What, what are you hearing? Yeah, it's a great it's a great point, and and there's no question that um, uh, supply chain and uh, uh, you know pressures is like you know top of mind for everyone. It's it's probably the number one question asked. Um, it is it is affecting you know some earnings uh, in the third quarter, and we'll hear more about that uh, when it comes. This is you know when we look at uh, estimates coming up, just as a point of interest. You know, this is probably the the uh, the first quarter where you know people are not expecting big earnings beats uh, relative to yeah. where they've been, and we've had a lot of companies out there talking about some of the supply pressures that they're feeling. Uh, you know, the one thing I would say though is is uh, you know while we talk about what's pressuring companies, we always have to remind ourselves that managements have lots of uh, tools at their disposal and. Um, you know, so so a lot of them will take price. A lot of them will adjust, make adjustments to their, you know, where they're investing their capital and and uh, and get margins back on the road as we go forward. And and um, you know, that's why you know, we always like to think about management teams as having all these kind of dials in front of them. And uh, you know, some of them have caught them a bit by surprise uh, on the uh, particularly on the energy front uh, in sure. the last little while because uh, prices are up, but the economy is not at its full capacity yet. Um, so. You know that that is a uh, it's a good thing and a bad thing. It's a bad thing in the sense that uh, people worry about even more pressure when we hit full capacity. Uh, you know, as we as I cycle through the Delta variant, this Merck pill last week, which you know gets people excited that um, you know demand can pick up again into 2022. On the other side is that you know we have inflation and we're not at full capacity, so will we have even more? Um, you know, how will that how will that manifest itself? Uh, you know, businesses will take price. Uh, labor wages will go up. Uh, that should dovetail itself into you know better demand. Like, like even right now we have mountains of cash uh, sitting in uh, consumers' uh, uh, deposit accounts, which has yet to be spent. So, you know, when you have inflation uh, that we've seen and you still have demand on the come, it's not quite as concerning as uh, as the reverse. Um, 
but uh, you know, all things considering, uh, you know, companies are are reacting to it, and and uh, you know, we would expect a lot of the businesses we own to make those adjustments and uh, and you know, still find ways to to generate pretty good earnings going forward. Yeah, and and we we always encourage investors to 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 take a long term approach, a planning approach to the way that they manage their investment portfolio overall. So. Uh, what I what I was thinking we I, I might I might ask you about is is more the 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 long term effects. So so say we get a period of sustained higher inflation than we've seen. Perhaps not. Um, you know we get through these supply chain disruptions, but we're still in an unusual environment relative to what we've been in over the last you know twenty five years, where we have elevated inflation. What does that do to stock? valuations, the performance of the stock market? Does it make stocks less attractive? But then again, even if it does, relative to bonds, are they still attractive? I, I hope I've uh, sort of te- teed that up uh, properly for you in terms of, of, of how you can t- talk about the, 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 the expectations around stocks in, in, an, in that environment. Sure. Yeah. So, okay. So let's, let's uh, start off with, um, you know, bonds are really linked to the real economy. Right, so that's the uh, the level of earnings that exists without inflation. So yeah. when there's inflation, uh, the coupon I receive from a fixed income instrument is fixed, and inflation eats away at it. Yeah. In the equity side of the equation, when those earnings are linked to the nominal side, so when there's inflation, I get a piece of that inflation through my revenue line, and while I experience some of it in my expense base. I have a better chance of having the same margins or expanding margins during that inflationary period of time. So earnings themselves uh, can be a little bit of a buffer uh, against an yeah. inflationary period. Sure. Now it hits all different companies in different ways. And if you have a big capital investment in front of you and the price of steel and this, that, or the other thing are going up, but you know you have to you have to think about that. But across a broad portfolio, when we look at the totality of the earnings that we own as investors across a big swath of stocks, we have some inflation protection that um, that we really like. So, if uh, the economy was going to grow at uh, you know in real terms by say you know two or three percent, but inflation was going to be two or three percent, then the nominal growth would be five or six, okay. and that's going to really help the sales line of a lot of businesses. So the ability to drive earnings growth in an inflation in, in an inflationary environment is uh, is better, but what also happens during an inflationary period is that valuation might contract a little bit, right? Okay. So when we sit and think about uh, the stock market today, uh, it trades around a twenty times earnings, twenty times forward earnings, and over long periods of time, those earnings grow at six or seven percent. If there's an inflationary period, maybe it's even a little bit better. While you get earnings growth in an inflationary period, you might also have to deal with a compression in valuation, right? So, you know, when we think about things over long periods of time, uh, so if I'm going to own equities for for 10 years and you're always going to have corrective periods and excited periods and what have you during those 10 year period. But, you know, over the long haul, I'm going to get earnings growth and I'm going to get change in valuation. And, um, you know, if I looked at it right now, like if uh, if earnings grew by six or seven percent, dividends were you know one or two percent, and even if the valuation had to contract from say twenty times back to fifteen times, I'm still uh, mid single digits from equities, 
and that would be during you know kind of that inflationary period and uh you know that still compares pretty favorably to uh you know to two percent in a 30-year bond um so none of us want inflation to really get out of hand because that's a that would be a bigger surprise but a modest amount of inflation can uh, can grease the wheels of the earnings in the equity market. Yeah, and and then and and then I guess uh, what you're going to try and do as a as a portfolio manager is obviously you're going to be managing around uh, you know with with a full view of what that environment is 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 going to look like, uh, plus insights you're getting from the companies you're talking to, and hopefully as an as an active manager you'll be able to, to negotiate that, that, that new environment um, and, and add value, correct? Well, and, and that's, that's 100% true, hopefully. Uh, and, you know, there's a couple of things there too. Like, you know, we have a diversified portfolio. So, you know, sitting here looking at, uh, you know, there's some pockets in the last month that have been pressured. We've got some energy stocks uh, today that are making all-time highs, not just 52-week yeah. highs, but all-time highs. So, you know, while uh, there's always, you know, some portion where you're very worried about, well, you know, gas prices or this, that, and the other thing is impacting our cost structure, there's other businesses that we own that are benefiting from that. And, you yes. know, how we kind of take from one and add to the other during uh, any given period of time, hopefully generates some additional value as, uh, as time progresses. Well, that is, uh, that's a great overview of, of, of how you need to think about inflation longer term obviously the, the fear of inflation right now and, and interest rate movements can create some additional volatility short term i'd encourage you to listen to our podcast last week if you didn't listen to it because we talk about that volatility in the near term and now we broadened out to a to a to a longer term uh view of uh, of how inflation can can affect your your stock portfolio but uh Stu, emotional watching uh uh, really good television, but not emotional watching the market. <laughs> that's right. That's right, Dave. And, and now I'm going to write you a note that says goodbye. <laughs> a true professional. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. Take care. Thanks, Dave. This recording has been provided by RBC Global Asset Management, Inc. for informational purposes only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. You should consult your own legal, accounting, tax, investment, or financial planning advisors before engaging in any transactions.